him. I'm just letting him know that I don't belong to you. Hallelujah. I've been set free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I went on for about 12 years of my life and I traveled with people and I worked with Shaka Khan and Rufus and I worked with Captain and Tennille and all the people in the studios and I was good at my job and I was quick and I could demand double, triple scale and I went to work and I was high every day. The devil was trying to kill me but I had a praying grandmother never turn her back on me. Hallelujah. One time when I was in Houston, Texas, I met a man there and I was getting ready to go on the road with Shaka Khan and there was a group going on the road with us, Heat Wave, and they had a man working with them and he was doing their lights and he, I didn't know this, but I met him on the road and he was a nice guy and you never would know it to look at him, but he was also, not only was a light director, but he was a cocaine dealer. See, devil knows how to really do it. So we began to be friends and we began to date and, and um, you know, I began to get all the cocaine I wanted for free. How many of you know it wasn't for free? But we came home, me and this young man, and we began to live together and he was still selling drugs and I began to make drops for him. I was dropping off cocaine and making a lot of foolish uh, turns in my life and my life began to do this spiral, downward spiral. I was going to hell. One night as I was getting loaded, I began to pass out and my head hit the wall. And I began to slide down the wall. And as I came to, all of my bodily fluids were doing their own thing. And I was dying. But I had a praying grandmother. And I knew enough to call on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It wasn't a couple of days later that I was watching Christian television. And grandma tells me she was laying on her face during this time and she had been fasting for two weeks and just calling on the name of Jesus. Save my granddaughter. Save my granddaughter, Jesus. I watched Christian TV one night and, and, and it was as if God himself said, that's enough. And he rebuked the devil from me long enough for me to make an intelligent decision. And I said, Jesus, I know you're real. If you'll just take all of this away from me, take all of the drugs, take them away, I'm tired. And I want you to know that instantly I was set free. Instantly I was delivered. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This was on a Friday night. And I want you to know that not only did God save and deliver me and set me free, but he saved that drug dealer and he's my husband tonight, James Bailey. Hallelujah. Hey, he comes by here. Here I am. Yes, he does. Glory. 
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 to 29 says, So let us be thankful because we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken. As a result, we should worship God in a way that pleases him with respect, with reverence, devotion, fear, and awe. And then verse 29 says, Because our God is like a consuming fire, a devouring fire, that is a fire that burns things up. Yes, we serve a God who the word describes as a consuming fire. There's a fire that goes before him, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, and burns up all his enemies. Dear brethren, join me and pray this prayer and say, Consuming fire. My heart's one desire is to be holy. Set apart for you, my master, and ready to do your will, O Lord. For you've called me with a holy calling, and you've filled me with your Holy Spirit, and I belong to you. So let's consecrate ourselves to the Lord and our master and sing the song, Consuming Fire, My Consuming Fire, My Heart's One Desire. Consuming fire, my heart's one desire is to be holy, is to be holy, set apart, set apart for you, Lord, I want to be, I want to be holy, set apart for you, my master, Ready to do your will, O oh Lord. I am ready to do your will. Yes, sing it again. My Father and my consuming fire. Consuming fire. My heart's one desire. My heart's one desire is to be holy. Is to be holy. Set apart. Set apart for you, Lord. I want to be holy. I want to be holy. Set apart for you. My master, ready to do your will. Oh Lord, I am ready to do your will. Let him know how much you love him and how much you desire to live a life of true devotion and dedication to him. Let him know how much you want to live a life that pleases him, walking before him with reverence and awe. And pray with me. Continue to pray. My Father in heaven, you are the consuming fire. By your holy fire, O oh Lord, burn up those things in me that do not please you. Burn up, O oh Lord, those things in me that grieve your holy heart. By your holy fire, burn up those things that drag your holy name that I bear in the mud. Yes, Father, burn up those things in me that stains your glory. Yes, pray to our God, our consuming fire. Pray that he burn it up by his holy fire 
Because you want to be the kind of son. I want to be the kind of daughter that you approve of. The kind of mother, the kind of wife, the kind of husband, the kind of deacon, the kind of deaconess, the kind of minister of God, the kind of pastor, the kind of boss, the kind of worker in my workplace. Wherever you have installed and planted me in life, I want to be the kind of person that you approve of, that pleases you, that does not grieve your holy heart. My consuming fire, that is my heart's cry as I come to you today. My heart's one desire is to be holy, set apart for you, Lord. I want to be holy, set apart for you. My master, ready to do your will. Oh Lord, I am ready to do your will. Yes, think of those things in your life that you know, you know, you know, grieves the Holy Spirit, grieves the heart of your heavenly father. Those evil inclinations and tendencies of our hearts, ungodly habit and wicked ways, ask that his consuming fire. Yes, because you have the Holy Spirit within you and that Holy Spirit is a consuming fire. Ask that the, <clears throat> the Holy Fire of the Holy Spirit burns it out of the channels of your heart, burns it out of your life. For that is what the Holy Spirit can do for us. He has different ways of burning up those evil inclinations and tendencies and ungodly habits that we constantly engage in. <clears throat> so yes, pray and talk to the Lord. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you because he knows those things in your life and in my life that constantly trip us up. My consuming fire. My heart's one desire is to be holy, set apart for you, Lord. I want to be holy, set apart for you, my master, ready to do your will, oh Lord. I am ready to do your will. Yes, continue to cry out to him to burn away anything that is not allowing you to live a life approved by God. Consuming fire, consuming fire, burn it away. Yes, sing, burn it away, burn it away, my consuming fire. Consuming fire, burn it away. Sing, burn it away, burn it away. Consuming fire, sing consuming. Consuming fire, burn it away. You know me inside out, Lord. Yes, burn it away. Consuming fire, oh, consuming fire. Consuming fire, burn it away, Lord, burn it away. Yes, burn it away. Burn it away, O oh Lord. Burn away, Lord, the sin that so easily trips us up. Burn it away, Jehovah. Yes, 
call out to him. Burn away the weights that slow us down in our Christian race. Burn it away. Lord, burn it away. Oh, burn it away. Yes, burn it away. Yes, think of those things in your life that gets in the way and hinders you. It impedes you from having a healthy, vibrant Christian walk. You know those things and the Holy Spirit knows those things. Those sins that keep clinging to you, entangling you, and holding you back from being the person you know you ought to be under God, and getting in the way of what God wants to do in your life, in my life. Oh, consuming fire, sing, consuming fire, burn it away, Lord, burn it away, I need your consuming fire, consuming fire, burn it away, oh, Lord, burn it away, come burn it away. I cry that you burn it away. I need you to burn it away. Lord, burn it away. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Burn it away. Lord, burn it away. Yes, pray and say with me, my Father in heaven, I know that it delights you and it gives you great pleasure to bless me with your best for me. My father, I do not want to settle for less than your highest and your best for me in any area of my life this year. Burn up, O Lord, by your holy fire. Every sin that keeps clinging to me and entangling me and getting in the way of what you desire to do in my life today and this year. Burn it up, O Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So continue to pray. Yes, pray along those lines. You want God's highest and you want God's best for you. Today, as you go through your day and throughout this year, but there may be ungodly habits and sinful practices that you know you must strip away and discard. So pray and let the Lord know. Yes, affirm and acknowledge. Because indeed, as he says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, his plans for us are continually plans to give us his highest and his best for us. His highest and best for you today and every day of this year. And you don't want anything going on in your life to shut the door of your life, to receiving, to shut the door of your life from the things the Lord has already finished and completed for you, from entering into your life. So pray, my Father and my God, by your holy fire, burn up those sins that keep clinging to me, entangling my feet and causing me to keep failing and falling and getting in the way of what you desire to do in my life. Yes, pray those prayers and pray that the Lord will give you the grace to strip it away and discard it in order that you may run unhindered. Yes, 
you would know what you're supposed to, the race you're supposed to run this year in whatever area of your life. The race you've been called to run in your ministerial life as a minister of the gospel. The race the Lord has appointed you to run in your career or in whatever endeavor that you have in your sights. But there may be something in you. There may be a practice, an inclination of your heart, a tendency that you have or an ungodly habit that keeps tripping you up, that keeps entangling you or weighing you down, impeding and hindering you and preventing you from receiving God's highest and best. Oh, pray. Talk to the Lord about it and ask him to burn it up. Burn it up, O Lord, for you are a consuming fire. You are a devouring fire. Burn it out of me, O Lord. Those things in the channels of my heart that holds me down. Is it negativity? Are you a negative person and you never see anything positive? Are you a very negative person or always melancholy and no one wants to be around you because of the negative vibes that keep coming out of you? Ask, Lord, burn it out of me, for that is not what you've been called unto. The joy of the Lord, the Bible says, is your strength. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. That is the will of God for you. Yes, Pray, burn it away. Are you always fearful? Always full of fear? Do you eat too much and you know that it's affecting your health? And the Holy Spirit has been talking to you about it, about your relationship to food and how it's affecting you and not enabling you to live your best life under God. Cry out to God, God, burn it up in me, O Lord, that those things that are hindering me, that I may walk in the liberty that you've purchased for me. Is it a weight that is slowing you down in your Christian race? Maybe that weight is sexual immorality of one kind or the other. You keep promising the Holy Spirit, no more sex until I get married. I'm not going to do this again because I know how much it grieves your heart. But yet you keep falling in that area. You keep getting engaged in sexual um, promiscuity. Oh, pray, pray and ask the Holy Ghost to burn up those evil inclinations in your heart. Or are you into pornography? Pray that the Holy Spirit will burn it up. Or is it the way you use your tongue and the Holy Spirit has been talking to you about it, how much it grieves the heart of God. And you know that your tongue use is not, it's not approved by God. Pray, burn it away, O Lord. Burn it out of me by your Holy Ghost. Incubate me in that holy fire, that consuming fire, that devouring fire, and let it burn up in its wake and just search through me, burning up in its wake. Everything, Lord, that does not honor your holy name. Consuming fire, consuming fire, burn it away. Burn it out of me, oh my consuming fire, consuming fire, burn it away, Lord, burn it away, oh, burn it away, burn it away. Yes, let's continue to pray and say with me, my Father of all grace. By your abundant and all-sufficient grace, 
Help me to build my life on your word. And to build your word into my life. For your word alone tells me how to live for you. And to serve you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Yes, pray that the Lord by his grace, his abundant grace will help you to build your life on his word and to build his word into your life by eating his word. For man shall live by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. When this word is consumed, it becomes one with you. Consuming the word by meditatively reading the word, by having your thoughts and your mind dwell on what God says to you. As you do this, this word is described as fire. The word of God in you will work in you to burn up all those ungodly habits, all those um, sinful inclinations and tendencies of your heart. So pray, help me to give myself to your word, to feast on your word, to yield to your word, to build my life on your word and to build your word into my life, into those particularly those areas of my life that does not please you, that stains your glory, that heaps mockery and scorn upon your holy name that I bear, that drags your name in the mud. I don't want to grieve your heart, oh God, because I love you, Lord. You are my highest passion. You are my magnificent obsession. You are the Lord, my daddy, that means everything to me, Lord. And I have a profound regard and respect for you. I don't want to grieve you. Let him know, Father, Help me by your abundant and all-sufficient grace to build my life on your word that is spirit and is life. It's alive and it's able to work mightily within me, releasing your holy fire through me, Lord, to burn up everything that does not please you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Listen, eh? Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. This is what it says. Pray and call to me and I'll answer you. I will tell you important secrets. Great and secret things you have never heard or known before. Again, it says. Pray and call to me and I'll answer you. I'll tell you important secrets. Great and secret things you've never heard or known before. And the Living Bible translation says, ask me and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Saints of God, there is someone who is already in your next hour right now. He is in the next corner that you will drive through right now. He sees the examination paper you will tackle in your upcoming exams right now. The only science one. The ancient of days, the one who from the eternal beginning, hallelujah, is God. The omniscient one before whom all things are open. Call upon me and, I, and pray to me, he says. And I'll tell you important secrets. Things that are fenced in. Things that lie in darkness. The Lord can reveal to you what you need to pay attention to as you study for your exams. He can reveal to you any evil conspiracy 
going on in your workplace to set you up, to lay a snare for you or to ambush you beforehand. He can reveal it to you. Yes, he's the God who gives you foresight, who reveals remarkable secrets to you beforehand. He can tell you what is in the mind of the people you are in negotiations with in your business in order to give you an edge, in order to give you the advantage. Yes, the Lord can give you foresight and reveal to you things that are yet to happen, things that lie in the future so that you can take care of some things that you need to take care of now in order to have the advantage or an edge when that time comes. That is the God we serve. So pray with me and say, my father, you are the ancient of days, the God of eternity, the omniscient one. By your anointing within me, illuminate, O Lord, my inner man, and give me foresight concerning the matters of my life, and quicken in me the wisdom to plan for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, pray that prayer, that the Lord will give you foresight. You'll be able to see ahead in the with the eyes of the spirit, things that lie ahead, things you need to know about, foresight concerning your children, foresight concerning your marriage, foresight in your job. Are you a real estate agent? The Lord can give you foresight concerning the um, market dynamics when it comes to your real estate business. Yes, pray. That the Lord will give you foresight. You'll be able to see what people do not see ordinarily. You'll see with the eyes of God. You'll see ahead. And that divine sight, that divine vision will give you the edge, will give you the advantage. Are you a minister of the gospel? Are you a pastor? Pray that the Lord will give you foresight. You will have insight into things that lie ahead. Things that are not um, physically discerned. Yes, pray. In your business, you'll have foresight. You'll be able to see ahead. Yes, there may be somebody in your workplace, somebody you've employed. The Lord can give you foresight concerning that person. If that person is in the sight of the enemy to use against you in your business, if the enemy is already working on that person or in that person, oh, to pull down or destroy your business, pray, pray, give me foresight concerning the matters of my life. The Holy Spirit, as you pray this prayer, is going to um, is going to lead you and tell you the things that you need to pray about and guide you in this prayer where you need foresight. Listen to me. Foresight is made up of two words. For, meaning before, and sight, meaning to perceive. God's divine foresight is him opening up to you, opening up to me, things that lie in darkness, things that lie ahead, revealing secret things to you so that you take care of it. So pray where you particularly need God's divine foresight. Yes, business people on this line, foresight in the running of your business. This divine foresight can give you the edge. It can give you the advantage over others. So pray, pray. Yes, Father. You're the God of eternity. You're the God 
who is able to illuminate my inner man. You're the Lord who is able to give me foresight concerning the issues of my life, concerning the situations of my life, Lord. Yes, so pray, dear saints, pray and cry out to our God, who from everlasting is God. Glory be to Jesus. Now pray this prayer with me and say, My Father in heaven, your word assures me in Psalm 5 verse 12 that you bless the righteous and you surround him with your favor, with your goodwill and pleasure as with a shield. By your shield of favor and goodwill around me, O Lord, plant the mark of divine distinction upon the works of my hand, and make it greatly successful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, pray that prayer. For our God says in his word that he blesses the righteous. You have the right, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He, so you are blessed by him. And he surrounds them with favor, goodwill, pleasure, as with a shield. As you awaken and go through your day this year, as you awaken and you encounter different issues and situations in your life throughout the course of the day and the night, let this be your mindset. I'm surrounded by favor. I'm surrounded by the goodwill of God. I'm surrounded by his pleasure, pleasure as with a shield. And decree, Father, by reason of your shield of favor and goodwill around me, I receive, O oh Lord, your mark of divine distinction upon my works. Whatever the endeavor that you're engaged in, whatever business, whatever your job, pray and decree mark of divine distinction upon your business, upon your job. Are you a nurse? Upon my nursing job, as I go in there, Lord, and I attend to my patients, my job, Father, will have the mark of divine distinction. It will stand out. Yes, that's what it means to have God's mark of divine distinction upon the works of your hands. He makes it to stand out. He showcases his power. He showcases his wisdom. He showcases his beauty through it. Are you a teacher? Yes, the mark of divine distinction will be upon you as you teach. You will teach. Hey, in a way that will cause others around you to admire you. Yes, to admire the way you communicate, the way you manage your class. Fashete sekika kakanga. Pray that God's mark of divine distinction will be upon the works of your hands. Whatever it is he has called you to do, whatever it is you're engaged in, and that power of God will make it greatly successful. He will be, bring shining greatness to it. In Jesus' name, yes, Father, continue to pray and say, by your anointing for favor and goodwill around me, O Lord, I receive an edge and the advantage that comes from you, that is divinely conferred in all of my affairs. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Yes, continue to pray and talk to God about whatever is in your hands, whatever it is you're engaged in, that project, your business, your ministry, and pray that his favor around you will give you an advantage in the works of your hands and in your endeavors. It will give you an edge above your peers who are in the same business that you are in, who go for the same interview as you do, that as you sit before those that are interviewing you, whatever that interview is, God's mark of divine distinction will rest upon you. <laughs> it will rest upon the words of your mouth. And when they hear it, it will grip their hearts, it will grip their very beings, and they will not be able to refuse you or reject you or refute the words of your mouth, whatever that interview may be for or about. Yes, pray. Those who are going through an immigration crisis, call out to the Lord, the God of the whole earth. I receive your mark of divine distinction, Papa, upon my immigration matter. I refuse to go by whatever has been said that is contrary to what you have said, for I am here by divine installment of God. You have installed me, O Lord, by your holy hand in this land and I will not be moved or removed. Yes, Father, the mark of divine distinction I receive upon all my paperwork, wherever my papers are, wherever the papers of my loved one is. Do you have anyone in your circle of life, a loved one of yours who is going through immigration troubles? Ah, pray call and cry out to the Lord for them. Stand on the walls of their lives and pray for them. Father, I receive your mark of divine distinction. Yes. Upon this immigration matter, concerning my sister, concerning my daughter, Father, according to your words, surround their matter with your favor, with your goodwill, and your divine pleasure as a shield. Father, and cause it to attract favor and kindly consideration. Where Father, they have received no. Where they have been refused. Where they have been rejected. Arrest every such protocol, my daddy. Set aside any protocol that is working against them. Oh Lord. And cause them to experience your divine pleasure. Cause them to experience, oh God, your divine favor. That cannot be impeached, that cannot be contested by any man. In the name of Jesus Christ, yes, pray. Remember, pray, pray, pray. <clears throat> Yes, and say, Father, remember your promise. Remember your promise, O Lord, in your word. Your covenant with me, for you have promised me that I'll be the head and not the tail. You've promised me that I will be above and not beneath. You've promised, O God. Yes, continue to pray. You've There's someone on this hotline, the Spirit of the Lord is saying that your spouse, your husband really needs this 
prayer. He really needs it because of what he's going through right now. And I connect with you in the spirit realm as you pray this prayer. I stand in agreement with you for it is written when we stand in agreement concerning the word of God. He will honor it. He will stand behind it and he will make it manifest. You also pray this prayer. Yes, you've promised, oh Lord, this is your covenant with me. Your covenant means his solemn promise. This is your promise to me that my husband will be the head and he will not be the tail. He will be above and not beneath. You've promised to showcase your power in his life. Yes, Lord, you have promised that men will obey me as soon as they hear my voice and strangers will submit to me. People I do not know, my father, will see me and their hearts will overflow in favor, ah, in kindly consideration towards me and they will honor me. Father, cause this to be the portion of my spouse. Cause this to be the portion of my child in the name of Jesus Christ. <coughs> Is that something your child is looking forward to and desires from the Lord? Pray that the Lord will cause his favor, his divine goodwill and divine benevolence to surround this child. Arakasataka, where the door has been shut to many others, the Lord will give your child an edge. The Lord will give your child the advantage. The Lord will cause strangers to submit to him, to submit to her, and enable your child to gain the favor and goodwill of men, as he did for Joseph with Pharaoh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, pray, pray, dear saints of God, and call out and cry out to our God and our Father, with whom nothing is impossible. There is nothing <clears throat> that he cannot do. Glory be to our God forevermore. Listen to me, brethren. We live in a very, very unfair world. And there's a lot of inequity, a lot of unjustness and prejudice and discrimination based on color, on race, on age or gender. Ah, Satashike Bapangamantasike. Are you in a pursuit of a dream or vision the Lord has given you? And you keep hitting a wall because of discrimination. We serve a Lord who is able to blow through. He's able to blast through every wall of discrimination or prejudice before you and cross you over and deliver to you what you desire. He is a God who can level any, any, any playing field. And that is what we'll, we're going to pray about right now. So if you're experiencing unjust or or any unjust, if you're going through any unjust experience or any prejudice that is limiting you in your job, in the area of your job or your career or your promotion opportunities, limiting you in getting contracts that you should get in your business, limiting you in your career where you're doing the job that even your boss is doing and yet your boss is getting all the accolades and getting all the recognition <clears throat> and getting the bonuses and he or she is not recognizing you. Or where you're doing the job and others beneath you are being promoted over you or others on your team are being promoted over you and you're the one who is um, 
the creative person or the one who is bringing to the table everything that is making that project the success that it is. But yet others on your team are getting the recognition and are getting the benefit just because of your race. Yes, pray, pray. Do you need to get contracts, but yet others are getting it over you? And are you being passed over and your business or your project is not being approved by the authorities because of prejudice? Our God is a God who can level. He can level any, any, any playing field. So wherever you need God to level the playing field for you or your loved one, pray with me and say, according to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 5, O Lord, by your power, every valley shall be raised and every mountain and hill be leveled. You make the rough ground to become a plain and the rugged places a broad valley. By this same power, Papa, smash and break down this wall of discrimination, this wall of prejudice before me, O Lord, and level the playing field for me and deliver my desire to me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yes, pray that prayer. Level the playing field. Smash and break down this wall of discrimination. Every wall of prejudice and injustice before me that I'm facing in my career, that I'm facing in this job, oh Lord. You know what is going on. You see what is going on, oh Lord. Arise for me, oh Lord, and avenge me. Uh, Father, because you've said vengeance is yours, I will avenge. Father, Vindicate me, my father, and avenge, avenge for me, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Level this playing field in my workplace, Lord. Give me the edge. Give me the advantage, as you have promised, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Smash the wall of discrimination that I'm facing in my job, O oh Lord. Those who are refusing to sign off my papers, whatever those papers may be, you know what the papers are. And they're refusing to sign off on it because of prejudice, because of discrimination. Pray to the Lord, the God of all flesh, who has the hearts of men in his hands. Father, break down and smash this wall of injustice and discrimination and prejudice that I'm facing, Lord, and cross me over into what is rightfully mine in Christ Jesus, Lord. Level the playing field for me. Level the playing field for my child. Level the playing field, oh God, for my spouse. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The Lord is not allowing us to move from this prayer. Yes, Father, you are the God who is able to level the playing field for your children. You're the God who is able to smash through every barrier, every hindrance that is preventing us, Lord, from entering into and 
enjoying the promises, the exceedingly great and precious promises you have made to us because you delight and you desire the prosperity of your children. That is why you have surrounded us. Pray, saints of God, as the Holy Spirit leads you. That is why you've surrounded us with favor. That's why you've surrounded us with your pleasure. That's why you've surrounded us, Lord, with goodwill and favor as a shield, by your holy favor, by your divine favor and goodwill around your people, particularly those who are going through great injustice and discrimination and prejudice. On this hotline today, we stand in agreement with any such one, Lord, and we command the walls of discrimination. I command the walls of injustice in your life. I command the walls of prejudice to be made low by the power in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive the weight of God's glory upon that evil wall, and I command it to be leveled and brought down flat before you. And by the anointing of the Lord Christ, over to enjoy what is rightfully yours in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to Jehovah. Thank you, Father. And now bring out your holy communion elements as I pray over it. By your hands that spans eternity, I command your blessings, O Lord, upon all the holy communion elements on this hotline. Let your people experience the manifold blessings, the many-sided blessings that comes from partaking.